Hi, I'm Kwana. I'm P. Joey. And welcome to Views from the Chicks, a music podcast where we dissect music and music lyrics as it relates to everyday life. And tonight's episode is going to be a dedication to our throwback Thursday, but will be featured as a flashback Friday, where we're going to be featuring artists from the past that have transcended through time or was a many hit wander but then couldn't ever come back but we still love them and Mm -hmm. then we also have throwback that came back okay yes a throwback that came back so yes no not a throwback that never came back because it didn't come back (laughs) (laughs) okay so uh but before we get into that, I want to talk about the tea of the day. And boy, this tea is hot. Yes. Can we talk about Kanye West and Jay-Z beef? Did you ever think that that would ever happen? What is happening? Oh, wait, is this new? Oh, yes, this is new. This is like breaking news. <laughs> hey, I'm so out of the loop. <laughs> That's it's why we okay. have tea. Honey, so you can sip on this. And you deliver okay. in the tea. Yes. So, Kanye had a concert um, last night in Seattle. And he, you know, obviously when he goes at his concert, I feel like that's his, like, therapy session. Mm -hmm. He's, like, he's going to let it all out there on stage. Like, maybe, you know, that's, like, a true artist. But um, he said, you know that song with Drake um, called Pop Style that's on Views from the Six, Views from the Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Chick? Jay-Z was featured on it. And... Well, Jay-Z and Kanye were supposed to be on the track, but in the end, him and Jay-Z were not on the final cut of the song. And he's saying, I wasn't on this song because of Hove. And let me tell y'all something, there's, there will never be another Watch the Throne 2. And then at the concert, he skipped performing Niggas in Paris. Like, that's like the anthem. That was like the epitome of Watch the Throne's album. It was like perfect, right? And then yeah. the reason hmm. why he's having even more beef with him is because obviously everyone knows it's, it was on cnn it's all over the news it's hotter than the politics that's going on right now is about kim getting robbed in paris mm-hmm. how fitting is it niggas in paris and kim getting robbed in paris damn so kaya is so upset that jay-z did not reach out to him or his wife to see how well that they're doing after mm-hmm. the conference. like you know that, and he also said that um blue mm-hmm. ivy and northwest have never played together so ever Ever. Oh, I'm I'm not that shocked by this, to be honest. I don't think Beyonce and Jay-Z are close friends with Kanye and Kim at all. Really? Nope. I don't think so. You think they just collaborated, like, musically for Niggas in Paris, and they they had a friendship surrounding that, but it wasn't like... I, I think Jay-Z and Kanye work well together, mm-hmm. and when they collaborate, it, it turns into magic, you know, with the music, but I think... Because Jay-Z and Beyonce are a lot more private about their life, mm-hmm. like, they're, I mean, of course, they're hugely famous, so is Kanye and Kim, right. but Kanye and Kim are more, like, I think because Kim is, like, the reality star who she makes her money off of basically telling everybody her business, that's not really Jay-Z and Beyonce's thing complete they're opposites lot, Polar yeah they're opposites. the complete opposite so i don't see beyonce being friendly with kim and i and i don't and i see jay-z being friendly with kanye but more in a less work together not like less hang out especially if your wife is with you mm-hmm. because then it's all paparazzi and where's she going what's she doing what's she wearing and but that's just her job you know yeah. and that's then also she beats money and then also, there's also, um, people were speculating um, that there is a beef because Jay-Z was on Meek Mill's side and Kanye was on Drake's side when the whole beef thing was happening. So I was just like, oh, but I mean, I don't feel like that's like kind of like Jay-Z's like MO or either Kanye's MO to have someone's side like that, like especially with the whole Meek Mill-Drake situation, because I feel mm-hmm. like both of them get along pretty well with Drake, or but I don't know. I feel like if if someone had to pick a side, I, I can definitely see Kanye being more vocal about, about yeah, if he's picking a side. Jay-Z might be, like, silently picking a side, but clearly Kanye's the type of person that would go on a rant about it. 
Yeah, like remember when he went on the yeah. rant about Kid Cudi? Yeah. Like, so that's oh, why I feel like there's more to the story too, because like you know, Kid Cudi said what he said on Twitter, and then Kanye decided to out him. Because I, I I think that with Kanye, like I like Kanye, don't get me wrong, but when Kanye's ego gets bruised, mm-hmm. he has to come yeah. back like ten times harder. So y'all know, like listen, I'm Kanye. You not you not coming for me, right? You know who gonna check me, boo? Exactly. Who gonna check, who gonna me? check me? Huh? <laughs> Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I like he needed to be on a on a platform where he's in front of other people to kind of like stand his ground. He needs an audience in order to redeem himself. And then after that, he apologized because he's just like, well, you know what? He knew once reaching out to Cuddy that Cuddy was going through something, and he was just like, okay, I shouldn't have handled it like that. No, not at all. I think sometimes Kanye speaks before he thinks. Obviously, we all know that. <laughs> um, and I think him using the stage as a platform to address his beef that he has with Jay-Z is just not I what I think their friendship is based on. And I think Jay-Z would have been like, yo, why are you on stage, like, talking, you know, my business? And he stands for Beyonce. Like, he really, like, Kanye stands yeah. for Beyonce. Yeah. And then I was talking to my friend earlier today on my way home, and she was, and we were talking about the same situation, and she was just like, Kim does not, it does not look good for Beyonce's brand. For someone who's no. very... A perfectionist about her brand and what her brand represents. Kim represents nothing of that. I agree with that. She doesn't, you know, because she's, as you guys were saying, she's wide open. And, you know, obviously the situation that happens with her with the robbery, we joke at it about it at work all the time because, you know, did you did you guys know that they have like a costume? I saw that. That's so tacky. What? Yeah, they, they have, have a costume. costume. <laughs> a costume that's selling for Halloween. And I think mm-hmm. it's what. What is it called? It's like Parisian robbery victim or something. Yes. And, and it's like what? white bathrobe, yep. sunglasses, and like you have something like a red ball in your mouth, like gag you from talking. Whoa. Yeah, it went there. It's like clearly, clearly. Wow. Why would somebody do that? Like, that's not funny. Mm-mm. It's not. But I mean, that's, I mean, that's how the media is. And people are like, I can capitalize off of Kim getting robbed. Like, <laughs> Yeah, but that's so sickening. But that goes to show you how sickening the media and social media is. It's like good, but then bad because even when the whole thing happened with her, everyone thought it was a joke. And I mean, I guess it's kind of like she kind of like set herself up in a way because of how yeah. she represents herself in the media. But like, no one really cared that she was in danger. Like, she literally could have died that night. And, like, people were already making jokes about her tombstone and stuff like that. And that just, like... Yeah, that's that's not funny. No, that's a that's human being. Being. She's a human being. Yeah, nonetheless. But, le- but like I was saying... I mean, I, I mean I'm not a, I'm not a Kardashian fan, mm-hmm. you know? But that's that's scary. Like, to think... Mm-hmm. To think, you know, that happening to some... And that could happen, that could happen to anybody, not Anyone. just her. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if you're you know, in a foreign country somewhere traveling and maybe you're not being as careful as you should be, you know, somebody could try to take advantage of you. That could happen to anybody. You know, somebody could think, could see you and think, oh, okay, these are clearly Americans. They probably have money. Mm-hmm. You know, let's see if we can rob them or something like that. That happens to people. Oh, easily. And especially when you're going out of country. Even when I go back home, they know if you're American. They know yeah. you're American right off the bat. So just being out of country, let alone being a Kim Kardashian, it's yeah. kind of like, it's not shocking. Yeah. It's not shocking. Yeah, people can tell and they, you know, they know and they think, okay, you're American, you must have money. Mm-hmm. You know, or something, you have something, you know, but it's, yeah, that, I mean, that's sad. not funny. Yeah, that's sad. And I was really praying that this wasn't a made up story or they weren't like exaggerating. Yeah. For like the the show, the I was like, show. I, yeah, I was like, I really hope this is like, like it sucks that it's true, mm-hmm. but I really hope it's not a lie or it's not like something that they're just like cooking up for the show. Exactly, because that would be like, man, I wouldn't believe anything else that they. <laughs> I, honestly, I really in. hope that they don't put it in the show. I know they will. So well, the, show is on, well, the, the show is on. The show is on hiatus for right now. But yeah, you know, you know what's gonna come back though at some point. Yeah, in they're time. gonna discuss it. She's probably gonna have like a Diane Sawyer sit down oh, interview. What happened? Like you know, it's all the dramatics with them. But within the same light, like I don't wish, like you guys were saying, wishing this on anyone. But I think I hate to say this, but I think she really needed this because sometimes in life, 
like you know when you're not still and you're not present in the moment life forces you to be still yeah so mm-hmm. I think this was her be still moment for her to really recognize and observe what is important like showing off all your latest fashions your all their diamonds your blings and showing off every intimate personal moment is not what you should be doing that was like I guess maybe God letting you know if she believes in God that that's your moment that you need to be still and you need to recognize what's more important in this life that you are so enthralled in is not important yeah it's not yeah. and and it shows you that Fans and everybody can turn on you so quickly. Like you're like my fan, my fans, my fans is how I get. She gets so much money by posting on Instagram and being so open. You know what I mean? So I hope this is a wake up call. And you know, everyone out there, sometimes life forces you to be still when you are living the fast paced life. Sometimes that's why you have to take time to be still so that you can really understand and appreciate what's around you. I agree with that. Well said. Well said. I agree with that. Thank you. What is new out there, Joey? You, I know you have some, like, new music to share with everyone out there. Really excited about it. So let's hear more about that. Let's see. I have two artists that I chose that I wanted to feature today that I have been bumping to, like, religiously. So the first artist is an artist by the name of Jordan Rakai, who's from Australia but based in London. And I first heard about Jordan a few years back through his work with um, Gwen Bunn. Um, I love her. Remember? Yeah, I think you had sent me some of her stuff back when I was blogging, and I was like, oh, my God. So I was, like, looking to see more things that she was involved in, and she was actually featured on one of his EPs, Groove Curse. So I've been following him ever since. He did work with Disclosure last year on their latest album, Caracal. And then he released his own debut album called Cloak um, this summer, and it is just so freaking good. So good. What's his name again? Jordan Rakai. Jordan Rakai. Jordan Rakai. So good, so good, so good. It's like he has so much soul. Mm, I love that. Uh, like, this is like, I mean, you know, people say blue-eyed soul. Like, I, I mm-hmm. get that he's just like so soulful. How do you spell his last name? It's R-A-K-E-I. R-A-K-E-I. Yeah. And as a little disclaimer to everyone out there, Joey's like the um, new artist whisperer. <laughs> No, so, so <laughs> true. Joey will be like, they're going to blow up. Yeah. And you're like, they have to be happy. Oh, them? Yeah, they're going to blow up. And literally in like eight months, they're like featured <laughs> on MTV yes. something. And now they're like blowing up and they're everywhere. And you're like, dang, she called it. She's done it so many times. Yes. So many times. Yes. I mean, I think I'm like the ratchet person whisperer. I'd be like, Joey, this person's going to blow up. She's like, no. I know. They're she horrible. Told me, she told me about Fetty Wap, and I was just like, so not here for him. I'm like, oh. <laughs> really? You predicted Fetty Wap? She yes. did. I was just like, no. I yes, I like, did. Maybe he'll blow up, but I, I was like, I don't care for him. Don't care. <laughs> I was like, Joey, he has one eye. He has to blow <laughs> up. <laughs> what? <laughs> She's like, nah, nah. She's the like, guy no. with the She's like, this has no substance. <laughs> 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 what are like, you talking about? Trap team? <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry. Totally off topic. Uh, back to <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> Let me bring it back to Jordan. Sorry. <laughs> 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 Anyway, 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 back to Jordan. Okay, so Jordan released his debut album, Cloak, over the summer. And if you haven't already, you've never heard of him, please, please do yourself a favor and Google him and check it out. His work can be found on both Spotify and Apple Music. And um, what I really like about this release is that he doesn't have a lot of features on this album. I think as an artist on the come up, it's very important for your first album, I feel, to just be about you. Like, this is mm-hmm. your baby. This is when people are getting to know you as an artist and really get to know you for your sound and what you can deliver. Because, you know, a lot of artists are trying to work on these radio-friendly songs and, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. kind of put these big names to help promote them. But then at the end of the day, you don't even know what their sound is, mm-hmm. you know? But I love, love this album because you just know where his mind is. He's really big on, like, meditation and, like, being one with yourself and your spirit and all that stuff. And that it definitely resonates within his music. Who would you um, compare him to? Like, what am I looking for when I listen to him? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, oh, God. I don't he's, know. He's uncomparable. Or, or um, what would be maybe um, an artist that you think would... Well, you know, like, I will say would work well together with. I will yeah. say this. He names like Robert Glasper as one of his big inspirations in D'Angelo. 
Okay. Okay. Vibes. He has um, a video on YouTube that he did a live version of. It was by this band called. um, I'm gonna fuck up their name, but I think it's what is it? Fat Freddy. Fat Freddy Drop. I don't know. I think they're an artist based in Australia. I'm not sure. Fat Freddy Drop. I'm fucking it up. Don't quote me. But you sound like a rap. <laughs> you sound like a rap triplet duo. Well, when you go on YouTube, um, the song is called Blackbird, and at the end of it, he does a spin where he intertwines one of D'Angelo's Brown Sugar. Oh, I'm just like, what? What is this? Like, I'm about to be all over YouTube with this. Yes, I'm like, how do you possess this kind of talent? I just don't, don't. I'm googling. I, I am googling. Yeah, so look at, look at Jordan Mackay, Blackbird, and at the end, it's black and white video. He's playing him and his bands in like this room and just jamming out, real vibe, real chill. Love it, love it, love it. So check he's him. cute. Isn't he so cute? Hey, Jordan. He's, he's, he's a cutie. <laughs> So yeah, check him out. So then, who else I got? My second, my second feature. Wow. <laughs> second feature is by No Worries. Okay. Yes. No Worries. Yes. Okay, I have to get with the new music. I'm Yes, Lord. Oh, yes, my God. Lord. Exactly. Yes, Lord. I've just been bumping this whole album all week. Oh, it's been saving me, especially after, like, you know, the work drama. I am so just, like, I needed this. I needed this album. I needed it. And it just came right on time. God, is so good. <laughs> I'm going to need someone to send me the album. I got you, girl. I got you. Thank you. But yes, it's so good. No oh. Worries is a duo between Anderson Pack and producer mm-hmm. Knowledge, who's from Jersey. Hey. Jersey. He is? Yes. He's yes. Jersey. Born and raised in Jersey, and then he um, moved to Philadelphia as well, which is kind of like our second home, I guess. Yes. <laughs> if you didn't know, we went to school in Philly, so hey. Um, hey. But yes, but their their debut album, Yes Lord, is so good. Oh my god, I, I love Living and mm-hmm. I love um I love Suede and I love H A N. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, as like, oh, it's so hair. good with the skit at the end when they're in church and oh. he's like <laughs> he's like just come to the front, just everybody close your eyes and bow your head. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? So. Good. And you I guys have know that's the post we have most likes on Instagram for too. Really? So, yes. So really? The, yes, people are feeling it. Oh good. Okay. What the no worries post? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. But they're good. They're good and definitely need to check them out. And I think like what I like about Anderson Impact lyrically is like he knows how to have fun with the music. Yes. Like he's very funny and humorous and he like even if he's talking about some real tough shit, like he'll bring light of a situation and bring the humor to it. So like I heard him on um Dr. Dre's Compton and that was my first time hearing him. I'm just like, what is this voice? His voice sounds very unique, like it's raspy, mm-hmm. but it's like, you know, it adds some flair to the sound and I'll just like, okay, like let me check him out. So ever since then Amazing, amazing. His own, his debut album himself, just as amazing. And like yeah. Knowledge, um, with Knowledge, he's from Jersey. And for everyone who didn't know, he actually produced on Kendrick Lamar's To Pimp a Butterfly. Thank you. Mm. Wow. Okay. Yes, he produced Mama on To Pimp a Butterfly. So, really? Yes. Yeah, so, you knew he was going to bring the heat with this. So, check those two out. Jordan McKay oh. and... No worries. Yes. Are we going to have a little preview of a song from yes. both of these? We can do that. We can do that. So let's first take a listen to Jordan Mackay. The song of choice is Rooftop. I found love. We sang songs through the subways. Deeper I go. Yet quicker to fall. I found love, but it's home sweet home now, mute conversation, more time alone, I found love, as this love even found me, felt deep for nothing, still I'm falling for you. Love, has this love even found? 
was Rooftop by Jordan Mackay. What do you guys think? You like? Yeah. Very smooth. Very smooth. Very smooth. Feeling the kid. Feeling the kid. Good. Juana, what's your fave from um from No Worries album? Oh my god. Definitely. Definitely my number one is Get Bigger. Get Bigger, yes. Definitely. Get Bigger is my number one right now because I'm like, that's what I need. I need to do that. <laughs> I got I to do that. Um, And then I think my second most listened to song on there is probably um, Suede. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, uh, Scared Money. Yes. That yes. is so good. <laughs> scared Money is so good. <laughs> and then I think my third is probably Like like this mm-hmm. which is the sexiest fucking song i've ever heard in my life mm. <laughs> yes Listen. so that is what i'm just like i'll repeat on that <laughs> let's play but, it let's play um it yes let's play it please all right let's take a listen this is no worries like this like this hey don't want your heart don't want your love uh, i want the head i want the tongue who put the pussy in the coffin Then make it rise to God above You would be down on all occasions uh, I fucked the sense about your bank Don't call me common, call me crazy No need to thank me, us for the taking And yeah, what you know, what you know, eh Good love in the morning Only one way to show it Turn around, let me go, eh let your head down just like this poke your back out just like this talk dirty to me just like this everything you do oh, when you do it just like this say my name loud just like this now pick your legs up just like this everything you do and i'm the favorite keep on your heels take off your leggings who turned you on and crawling begging? Who told your mom you'd have my baby soon? I won't be long, I won't be brief. You at your peak is all I need. Something to hold you for the long run. Come get this awesome, won't you take it off for me? Yeah. What you know, what you know, what you know, what you know. What you know. There you go. Now y'all got a little taste, so now you go out in there and listen to the album. Hmm. Yeah. And get familiar. Get familiar. And also, if you check out our SoundCloud page, all the artists that we will be mentioning um, as new features will be included in the playlist, which we've dubbed as the Chicks Mix. So, yeah. I actually have um, one person who said, hey, I see on your SoundCloud that you posted a um, a playlist, and I'm getting ready to go listen to it right now. Oh. oh. I mean, that person was my cousin, but he is a big fan. <laughs> yes, I have fans, too, at work. Like, my coworker, Evelyn, loves the podcast. She loves how real everyone is, so she subscribed on iTunes. So hey, Evelyn. Hey, Evelyn. <laughs> yes. I know the feedback has been so good, and we're so, yeah. so thankful. Thank you guys for listening, for real, for real. Because I, I would have been happy if it was just us three and, like, my sister who listened to this. For real. But, it's just an outlet. It's yeah. an outlet to express yeah. ourselves. And, yeah. yeah, and I love that people are, are enjoying it and having fun with us because it's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's fun. And, uh, so let's get into our artist because it is currently Throwback Thursday, but yes. 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 As the night is winding down, we're going to be moving and grooving into Flashback Friday. Yes. <laughs> All types of flashbacks and throwing backs and kickbacks. Yes. Okay, so the artist I'm featuring is um, an artist who, I guess, withstood the test of time or who's transcended the test of time. I don't know what the correct way to phrase that, but my girl... She's here. She's going to stay, and I think she'll forever be iconic in the terms of pop. And the lady of choice is Madonna. Mm, <laughs> good choice. She good is choice. My mm. artist that has came back many times, and everyone is just eating it all up. Mm. Um, I mean, she's she's been in the game since 1982 her debut album came out then and she's known as the world's one of the world's best pop 
artist of all time. Um, mm-hmm. When I think of someone who's currently in that league for me, mm-hmm. in terms of like someone who's pushing the envelope, she had it was a song. I think it was banned from MTV because she had like brief nudity and bisexual bisexuality and cross-dressing um, in the video. And that was in 1990. So could you imagine MTV banning something? Like for that, nudity? wow. Because MTV has, like, seen as such a progressive channel in terms of music. Mm-hmm. And then the irony of them banning her, and then in 2003, at the VMAs, she kisses Britney, um, yeah. on stage yeah. for that. It's just so funny how, like, everything becomes full circle because she's still that person that's pushing the envelope. Mm-hmm. And I guess in 2008, she was inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And her last album was in 2015. And in 2015, Joey and I <laughs> was blessed. <laughs> were we? Were we, though? I don't know if I was blessed. I was I wasn't blessed. <laughs> okay, first of all, I got to tell you guys what happened. So Joey and I and a couple of our amazing friends were at Coachella to see none other than Champagne Poppy. Oh, right now. Uh-huh. My Champagne Poppy. Oh, you were there? Right front and center. Front and What? Okay, so we got to tell you what happened. So okay. it's quiet. There's like a chair on the stage and Drake is in the background like singing blah 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 then all of a sudden I see this lady comes out with a hat on and I was like so I think Joey I, Abina, Joe, Fatima looking at each other like who is that like and we're we're like up row in front we were like sitting in the stands we were standing there for like what 16 hours Joey yes we were there literally all day all day I don't think I peed sorry excuse me but I didn't pee (laughs) All day for 16 wow. hours. I couldn't feel my feet after Champagne Poppy performed. But we were like, who is this woman? I was squinting really hard. Sorry, Madonna. <laughs> she looked like her legs were about to break. Listen, man. It and was then, a sight. It was a sight for for your eyes. I mean, sore eyes. Yeah, so then the camera panned into the screen. And then I was like, oh, shoot, that's Madonna. And they're kissing? <laughs> Yeah. It was like a grandpa, grandma kiss. (laughs) A grandpa, grandma? I mean, I saw the clip online. Slob, just like, you know. uh. It was very extra. Okay, so he performed his song, Madonna. And that's why she was there. And he thought, it's so funny because he thought it was going to be this crazy, crazy, iconic moment. But I think everyone was more just confused as to who it was. And the relevance? Yeah, because she just looked so different than how you imagine Madonna looking. She had a fitted on and thigh-high boots and, like, a bralette and some panties. Like, she looked crazy. What? She looked crazy. She looked crazy. She had a fit. Wait, she had it on a fitted. Yeah, and it says Madonna. Thigh-high boots. Yeah, Madonna bitch or something bitch or, like, you know, she had that song out. Something, it's Madonna bitch or, yeah. A bitch, oh, it says bitch, I'm Madonna. That's the song she had. I stand corrected. Yes, bitch, I'm Madonna. That was the song. And then she had on a bra and panties. <laughs> and, like had- a, and I think she had, on like, fishnet stockings or yeah. she looked crazy. Point blank and period. To me, anyway, <laughs> she looked crazy. I want to see her slobbering her tongue down. Like, no, nah, man, no, no, no. And Drake just looks so uncomfortable. I mean, just the clip online, you know, like just Googling and watching the clip, it just looks so nasty. Like, uh, and okay, so she, he tried to act like he was surprised. And he was like looking out in the crowd like, like, looking like, yeah, I'm the man. I did it. Everyone is just like, what? What just happened? What is happening right now? Exactly. And then after she said in the article that he asked her to do that or he wanted it or something like that. And I'm just like, Lord Jesus. That he asked her to put her tongue down his throat? Or... <laughs> like, did he ask her to come out there and, like, kind of, you know. She like... said he wanted he wanted her kiss him that was part of the plan hmm yeah. you guys believe that though mm, I, mean, I mean it makes sense because the whole MTV situation and then drake is drake you know he likes to make wait but how but okay so 
what I'm confused is what I'm confused about <laughs> is, is to her head. <laughs> uh, because when you're watching the clip, uh, Drake is sitting down in the chair, mm-hmm. and she's standing over him. Mm-hmm. Were they singing together? Were they she performing? She was singing some song. She just came she, out. Yeah, yeah. Like he performed Madonna, and then when mm-hmm. he was done, she came out. Like I think midway or when he was wrapping up, mm-hmm. and she sat him down in the chair, then started like. Did she give him a lap dance? I don't remember. Yeah, she gave him a little, a little something. A little something. I was feeling on him, and then. Yeah, this ain't right. This ain't right. I know. Hold on. Wait. 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 He's supposed to be saying good things. <laughs> hold on. Wait. Let's bring it all the way back. Okay. So my person. <laughs> Yo, we just started gunning her, man. What happened? What happened to the icon? Y'all are not right. Y'all are very vicious. Vicious lady. Don't act innocent. You brought it up, okay? You could have skipped right to Coachella. I was trying to tie you back in. And I'm sorry. We are. We have just gone on a terrible tangent. Oh okay, let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. I'm okay. sure everybody enjoyed that. Y'all know y'all enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, Anyways, bring it back. Yes, despite all the things that this lovely, amazing, iconic person has done, we still love her. I still got love for her. Nothing that she has done has ever changed my perception of her. Musically. And musically. Really? <laughs> oh, musically. Okay, yeah. Because I was about to go. I'm trying to bring it back. I was trying to bring it back. I was trying to bring it back. I was trying to bring it back. Okay. So I'm trying to bring it back. But with that being said, um, before you guys let me know your favorite song by Madonna, I wanted to share mine so you guys can take a quick, really, really quick listen. Yeah. Um, the song that I chose is Material Girl. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Please listen. material girl but before you guys share your um favorite part mm-hmm. i like to go to rap genius because that's where i like to go um she did a little interview about this in 1986 about this song and mm-hmm. the i guess the reason behind it um she says i'm very career oriented you are attracted to people who are ambition that ambitious that way too like in the song material girl you are attracted to men who have material things because that's what pays the rent and buys you first <laughs> that's the security that lasts longer than emotions that's what she said in 1986 ladies and gentlemen and i was on youtube <laughs> and someone put in the comments gold diggers and <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't. So with that being said, I like the song. It's just a very high energy and like fun, happy go lucky song. I mean, there's many songs that I love by her, but I felt like I just wanted to go with that one just to be random. But what is you guys' favorite Madonna song? Mm, I think mine is probably most likely Like a Virgin. No, mm, okay. Yeah. Like a virgin. <laughs> that song has been done done over so many times. And that's true, yeah. I think that's the reason why I like it so much, because it's been done so many times. I think, what's that one guy that used to do over everyone's record? Um, oh, God. Al? Al Yankovic? Weird Al Yankovic. Yes. The guy from... <laughs> yes, he used to do everyone's videos over, and I think he did that song or one of her songs at least over so whenever i think of madonna i think of him so funny what about you kwana um i would have to say because my mother grew up well my mother loved listening to madonna mm-hmm. <laughs> um so i think on the album that she had that she used to play growing up there's a song called borderline mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i i would have to say 
when I think of Madonna, I think of that song. I mean, I know like like a virgin and all. You don't know, heard mm-hmm. other Vogue, songs that are might like a, a prayer. Yeah, yeah. But I think that that particular Madonna song I've heard a lot, a lot growing like, up. <laughs> yeah, growing up. So I think Borderline would be my favorite. Yeah. And she's a household name. Like I think everyone pretty much knows who Madonna is. Yeah, yeah, but, I think so. Yeah. So Joey. Who's your artist? So for my artist, I decided to choose an artist who already had their moment to shine back in the day. Uh, mine is from the early 2000s. So this artist, during the time, they had hit after hit. The summertime mm. was popping with their music. Now, not so much. Is dead? <laughs> not so much. It's quiet. It's real quiet. It's quiet. It's quiet over there. It's quiet over here. It's a little, you know a little quiet so um you know how with the ways of the internet everybody can release stuff here and there so this person has put out music but it's not really going anywhere maybe it's good i haven't really listened like that but i did listen back then so the artist that i have y'all gonna laugh y'all gonna laugh what (laughs) the artist that i chose was chingy yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I love him. I thought I was gonna marry him. <laughs> he had he had me doing the chicken head. Yo, yo, right there. He, he had everybody. He had everybody breaking their necks and their backs. Yeah, that's okay because and you wore your little jersey, your jersey dress, and your jersey just yep. <laughs> Air Force Ones and the big hoop. Yep. Yes, and you was just like doing the chicken, chicken, what the chicken, chicken what? Chicken, chicken head. head. Chicken head. Wow. I'm about to say the chicken wang. <laughs> With you. I can't uh-uh. not. But yes, but Chingy had hits after hits for a certain time. He had right there. He had the song with um, Jason Weaver, the brother from yes. Mark Yes. Yeah, you, yeah. Call, you gotta keep call, something calling, calling. Yeah. They won't call away. Yes, won't call away was so good. Yes, he had that, and then he also had the song with Tyrese. Um, what was it? Yeah, holding me back. Um, every time I'm gonna leave, I'm just keep calling. me back, be back, be back. Yeah, yes. that that's a song that sampled the uh, SWV. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yep. And then he also had that the popular, ever so popular Holiday Inn. Oh my gosh. <laughs> can you can we play that? Can yeah, let's play, yeah, the, let's let's play, play the Holiday Inn. <laughs> Alright, let's take a listen. This is Holiday Inn by Chingy. Me Oh, what we doing? Nothing chilling at the Holiday Inn. <laughs> Who you with? Me and my friends. I just love how back then they were. We gonna do. <laughs> the dudes of that time was just so confident in being like, I mean, they do it now, but back then it was just different. They're just like, listen, mm-hmm. I got bitches. Y'all know y'all bitches. Y'all riding with me or what? Like okay, question was quick. the Holiday Inn like the W back then? Because I don't, he not taking me to Holiday Inn. Holiday Inn was the Holiday Inn. It's just, <laughs> I mean, it wasn't no no. I mean, then again, they're from like where's he from? St. Louis. Is he St. Okay, see, I don't. I think St. Louis. Where where Nelly's? Well, I know he was signed to DTP. So yeah, so like, maybe he's from Atlanta. Yeah, so I know they had like Bobby, yeah, like all those artists on there with Ludacris. Um, so maybe maybe Holiday Inn was a thing in the South around that time. He's no. from. He grew up in Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, Missouri, I was right. Oh no, yeah, was right, Missouri. Yes. <laughs> but yes, but I immediately thought of Chingy when we thought of throwbacks because I just remembered, you know, when you could make like your own mix CD. Yes, I had a whole like CDs worth of 80 minutes you know you had a limit of 80 minutes I had all my music in there and I always tried to add these freaking songs to the end and I'm always like oh my god which one do I want which one do I want 
Mm-hmm. And he was always the artist where I was just like, all right, I'm going to have to get rid of this song and this song <laughs> just to make the 80-minute mark. But he had a, a song that wasn't a single, but it was on the album, and it was called Bag Up. Mm. And that's probably my favorite Chingy song. I gotta listen to that. Yes, it's called Bag Up. It's had, like, this real southern vibe to it. You know, I liked it. I liked it. That was my favorite Chingy song. But, yeah. Good choice. That's my throwback. <laughs> you brought it all the way back. I brought it all the way back. Wow. Oh, what about you, Quana? Who's your throwback flashback? What is it? Came back. Um... So I chose uh, to do a throwback who came back. Mm. Um, so, of course, I had to pick my girl JoJo hey. because, you know, you she had her. her first album when she was 13. What That was a long time ago. Yeah, like 10, 11 years ago because she's 25 yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but she just released a new album called Mad Love about mm, four days ago, mm-hmm. yeah. four or five days ago or so. Um, so we've been listening to that as well. Um, but of course, you know, her first album is still a classic. Classic, classic. When still. she sings Week. Uh, yes. My favorite one was Fairy Tales. Fairy tales is great. Fairy. My favorite on that album is um man, there's so so many to pick from, but one so of my many. favorites is Butterflies. Mm. Oh, yes. that was so good. I, let's please let's take a listen to Butterflies by Jojo. time you come around, I get this feeling, kind of tingles, kind of tickles, it makes my heart sing, I'm all wrapped up in a cocoon now, this emotion you bring uh, I love that song. So good. So, so beautiful. So good. Her voice, like, and I think that was that's what was really amazing because she was so young and such mm-hmm. such a powerhouse at her age. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like when when that album came out, I think we were roughly around the same age too. And like I could relate to those songs. I know people. I'm like not like, that kind of girl song. That was like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's me because I'm not that kind of girl. <laughs> I, was I was literally replaying the JoJo album like before Mad Love came out. I was like, let me relive some moments too. And yeah. when that song came on, I was like, what? She has one, um, mm-hmm. what is it, Breezy. I get shopping, freeze off the, yeah. I, I was like, this little girl has so much hood in her. Like, That's what I love about her. So hood. So, so hood. But, you know, it, it was soulful, you know, yes. very soulful. Yes. You know, which um, I guess this is our a great segue into a, a little mini review of her album, Mad Love. Yes. Because I think the big difference that I've found in the two albums are, you know, Mad Love is very much more of a pop album, mm-hmm. whereas her older music is a little bit more soulful R&B. Mm-hmm. So that's what I was used to hearing. So when I first uh, listened to Mad Love, uh, mm-hmm. I was a little taken aback at first, just like, mm-hmm. because I, I'm so used to hearing her voice on a certain song in a certain sound. Mm-hmm. Um, that sometimes, I mean, she, she's an amazing singer. She's always been an amazing singer. I can definitely hear the progression and the growth of her voice on Matt, on Mad Love. And I can, I can hear that even though this is her first album in what, 10 years, mm-hmm. especially after all the drama with her last label and, you know, now she's signed to Atlantic and all that. Um, I can definitely hear in her voice that she's matured that she's been working mm-hmm. and she's been taking care of her voice and training herself you know she was like preparing you know what to make her comeback yep yeah yeah her moment i was um, a little disappointed going on youtube like the views weren't as big as i thought it would be because i'm like oh my god yeah. this is so good mm-hmm. yeah yeah but we'll but, see everybody will catch on 
But it's it's funny because even from her mixtapes to this album, the sound is still very different. Very different. I think when she came out... I think when she came up with Tringle, which is why she came up with three singles at the same time, because mm-hmm. she said, you know, she wanted to show variation in terms of the music that she can make. And she mm-hmm. was just like, you know, I really don't want to be put in a box about, you know, what I can sing and what kind of music I can sing. Like, I love mm-hmm. R&B JoJo. That's like, that's yeah. love it, love it, love it. But her voice I is like too. so amazing that I'm willing to listen to pretty much anything she sings on. Yeah, yeah, I was willing like first time around. Exactly, like first time around, same as you wanted. Like when I listened, I was like, oh, like it was good. It wasn't definitely wasn't bad, but I was mm-hmm. just expecting like Marvin's room and like demonstrate. Yeah, yeah, Marvin's room demonstrate. But listening to it yeah. again, I was just like, all right, she has some she has some hits on here because yeah. they're definitely trying to market her as a pop artist, even though she doesn't yeah. fit, fit in a specific box. But I can definitely hear like the radio friendly poppy songs um my all-time favorite song is probably fab that's probably oh fab is so good and it's featuring my girl from the bronx remy ma stand up okay (laughs) okay like fab is so good fab and honest i think i love the most because she's just like listen this is me this is who i am Mm. first of all y'all not fucking with me Second of all, this is who I am. Don't judge me. And fuck yep. everybody. Honest is good. Apples is good. I vibe. Don't, boy, don't kill my vibe. Yeah, I like, yeah. I and I love it. Mad Love. I feel like she's so soulful. And, like, yeah. that's JoJo I know and love. Like, that. And she, she's singing on Mad Love. Like, she's going in. Should we take a listen? Yeah. Yeah, let's play Mad Love. Yay. All right, so this is the title track. Also the name of the album, Mad Love. When you're dangerous place for my heart. But you know I love getting off on the thrill. me from water to wine. I'm wasted all of the time. So do it, baby. Going for the kill. You give me. everyone listening out there will go check out the album and listen to it in its entirety and hopefully we i don't know she possibly could have made a new fan tonight by even hearing the snippets Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and even and not just her you know not just mad love like all of her music is good she does have a wide range yes of uh different types of songs and her voice is i mean the best like she truly is a great singer so whether it's pop or r&b or something a little bit more soulful or you know whatever it is her voice like does not fail like she is just such a great singer really is and it goes to show you how strong she is and also like a testament to when you have a gift by god like nothing Mm. is going to come in the way of it because it took her like Granted, she was putting out her mixtapes here and there but fully being able to control her voice for 10 years yeah. Still having that momentum and the energy to even want to put out, you know, another album after everything she's been through. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like with me, I would have been like, you know what? Fuck it. I've dealt with so much. I'm just like, let me just go get a job at a coffee shop or something. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, and and not just not just career wise. She's been through a lot with her her family. Mm-hmm. You know, her dad recently passed away. Oh. Um, the first song on the Mad Love album, Music, is dedicated to him. Mm. Um, you know, so she's been through a lot 
personal wise personally and, and career yeah personally and career mm-hmm. um you know related to her career so i'm sure that this album is definitely uh just a testament to like damn i made it i've gone through so much but here i am making music yeah. doing you know doing what she loves to do yeah yeah and, like, it makes me proud hearing her material now versus, like, when she put out Agape. And, like, um, the first track, which is one that I love, it's called Back to the Beginning. And she's yes. just talking about everything she went through with her label and just, like, the music industry, period, about, oh, you got to be this kind of size. You got to be more sexy when you're doing this. And you got to mm-hmm. sing like this and try to look like this and yada, yada, yada. And just talking about how depressed she really was during that time and, she, like, just didn't want to do it anymore, but she just knew that, you know what, music is a gift that I have, and I have to keep going hard, have to mm. keep going hard. And, you know, for her fans, like, people like us to stick with her for so long, like, we were just like, listen, we're not going to let you go away that easy. People were fighting yeah. for her while she was mm-hmm. and waiting, like, listen, we're here for you when you're ready, when yeah. you're able, and now it's yeah. time. So I'm excited. I'm excited. Well, congrats, JoJo. We love you. Yay. <laughs> Good episode, ladies. Great one. Fun, reminiscing. Yes, we were supposed to record this for Throwback Thursday, but, you know, things happen. Life happens. Flashback Friday it is. Flashback Friday, but, you know, still still on target Mm -hmm. with what we wanted to talk about this week. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, but I think we all picked really great things to talk about. Mm Mm-hmm. I know, no games this week, but that's all right. You get them next week. Yeah, next no week we'll games. Um, maybe we'll talk about whether we want to bring a game back that we've already done or do a new one. Um, Billionaire Banshee was a hit. Um, people <laughs> that were listening to it, cracking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe we can do that again. I think I might have to actually buy the damn game. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of yes. trying to, like, search for these cards online. I mean, we'll it see. worked. It worked fine. Yeah, I agree. I know, but the the cards are limited. Ah. Uh, so I could probably find enough for, like, another, like, two or, like, one or two games. And then I think after that, I might be shit out of luck. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to buy that. Well, thank yeah. you, everyone, for listening to Views from the Chicks. Don't forget us to check us out on Instagram, SoundCloud, iTunes, Twitter, everything. Yes. We are in there. Views We're everywhere. from the Chicks, C-H-I-X-X. Yes, yes. Wow. And again, don't forget to check out our playlist and all of our previous episodes on the SoundCloud page. You know, listen to everything we've talked about thus far and let us know your thoughts. Yes, stay blessed.